Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey, mate, what about talking about 500 games? We've got Monty on the uh, on the line from the Mariners, who I have no doubt would love to be able to coach 500 games, uh, and hopefully he does it all with the Mariners. Well, well, I tell you, he played more than 500 games. Yes, he did. And all over the world, yep. absolute rock star. I, I think it's standing ovation time. Of course it is. Head coach of the Central Coast Mariners, Nick Montgomery. Good morning, mate. How is Mudgy? Yeah, hey guys, nice to hear you. Uh, Mudgy's good. We, we arrived yesterday. It's obviously a long bus journey, but look, the boys are settled in and and yeah, we're looking forward to the game today, and hopefully the weather stays nice here. I know you've had a bit of rain on the Central Coast, so yeah, we're looking forward to a good atmosphere today. Monty, what's the idea with the club taking the game out to Mudgy? Just spreading the word? Yeah, look, we came here pre uh, sort of start of the season for the first FFA Cup game, and you know, we know where, where that ended up, and that was in the final. Um, so look, we're hoping that this can be the start of us having a run towards the, the, the A-League finals as well. So look, we've got 11 games to go. It's obviously been a tough schedule for everybody. Uh, we arrived back from Perth. But, yeah, look, to bring the game here, we've got a really good support base here. Um, you know, I've been uh, numerous times while I was playing. Obviously, I'm, I'm now coaching. So, yeah, look, hopefully it's it's an opportunity to, uh, you know, to, to, to bring an early game out to a regional town and, and, and put on a good show today for the locals. I know you were bitterly disappointed with the first 45 in Perth. There was a, a world-class penalty stop by Mark Birigitti in front of his home fans in Perth. But you must have been glad to come away with a point. Yeah, look, you know what? After the game, you know, when when you're coaching or playing, whatever, you know, sometimes you get caught up in the moment. Yeah, I was disappointed with the first half. I thought, you know, um, we didn't play as well as we we, we can and, and have done as a team. I thought we were a little bit disjointed. We gave them a little bit too much joy in wide areas, and from that, you know, they got quite a few corners and momentum built. Um, but look, second half we fixed it and, and made a few changes, and, and I thought second half we were, you know, probably the better team. So look, looking back on the game, um, obviously we, uh, we were lucky to go in nil nil at half time. We're going to give a, a team. I think we gave them eight corners in the space of ten minutes. So fortunately, we defended them really well. So that was a real positive, you know. But you know, we have a lot of young players. A lot of them have never even flown out of New South Wales, let alone flying to Perth. You know, the three-hour time difference. So when you factor all that in. No, at the end of the end of the game, I was you know I was I was proud of the boys for hanging in there and and being resilient and defending well and and yeah to get a point was is a good result always away from home. Yeah, mate, your last game against the uh, Macarthur was a three-all draw. Um, obviously, looking to score those goals again, but uh, trying to reduce uh, the number of goals conceded. Yeah, obviously, uh, you know if anyone watched that game, it was two two probably goal of the season efforts from from mm. Tommy Orr and Craig Noon. So look, normally. Normally that doesn't happen, you know, in one game, especially. But sometimes, you know, Butch, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't help but just applaud a strike like that, and then for yeah. them to get the equaliser in the last minute with a strike like that, you know, if that was me as a coach, I'd be absolutely delighted. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, uh, you know, it was two points dropped in that game, and, and today we've got to try and uh, we've got to try and get three points. Yeah, and their form's been a little mixed, Michael. They had a win against the Wanderers, but they've lost against both Melbourne teams, City and also Victory. Monty, one of the best stories of the week is 
Uh, the defender out of Palm Beach Soccer Club on the Gold Coast, Kai Rolls, called into the Socceroos squad. Uh, the good news is, though, he'll be able to play in Mudgee and then goes into camp with the Socceroos ahead of that massive, absolutely huge mm. clash against Japan, Japan next week. Yeah, look, Kai, Kai's been fantastic. He's a, it's, you know, I've said it since the start of the year. For me, he's one of the best defenders in the A-League. You know, he's a young lad. He, he's... He's had to do a big job for me this year, and he's had to lead a really young backline. You know, we've 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 virtually boys from our MPL, and he's done that really well. Um, I think consistency is the key. I think he's a he's a he's a shining light for any young player to just show that if you get your head down and, and you play consistently well, then you've got every opportunity to to get in a national team. So, you know, Kai knows that it's not for you know it's not without the the support of all his teammates that he gets there so he's a very humble kid and, and look we're delighted for him and obviously we'll miss him after today we'll miss him for one to two games but you know for him it's a, it's a fantastic achievement and everybody's really really stoked for him Mate I saw more well my son showed me on social media yesterday the uh, the boys supporting the, the world's greatest shave yeah. um, you, yourself uh, Dan Hall and I think those flowing locks of young Jacob Farrell got <laughs> shaved off mate my goodness they could have yeah. made a bloody good oh. wig out of those I think there's <laughs> quite a funny story about that. So, look, obviously, Jacob went to the school. It's a fantastic cause. You know, and most people have been affected by cancer at some point throughout their lives and, and, and their families and friends. So, but they asked us if we'd go up, and I sort of uh, I went straight in and I said, Farrell, are you going to get your hair cut for charity it's at your school? And he went, Yeah. And I said the same to Dan Hall, and he went, Yeah. And I don't think they actually thought I was serious. <laughs> straight away, I said, I've got you, Dan Hall, um, Jacob Farrell, and I think I said Lewis Miller at the time, who didn't have any hair. Um, yep. Anyway, um, as, as it rolled on, obviously they were, uh, Farrell was a bit nervous, but I said to him straight after, "You actually look like a proper footballer now." So, um, no, nah, it was good luck, a great cause. It was, uh, I think, they raised over, over ten thousand dollars, uh, and that was good for us to go up to the school, which is a partner of ours, and, and, and obviously Jacob Farrell came from that school as well. So, look, fair play to the boys. Though. I'm proud of them mm. for for doing it and, and getting out in the community and helping raise some money for a great cause. Yeah, look, uh, Steve Cleaver filmed that from NBN TV and reporter was Sophie Scanlon. And I saw the pictures. Jacob Farrell, he didn't look too happy about the whole process. I, I've been told it's maybe the first time he's actually had a haircut in, in the last couple of years. Yeah, look, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's constantly putting his hair behind his ears. And even my wife says, can you tell him to cut his hair? So as soon as he had it uh, cut, my wife texted me saying, tell, tell Farrell I'm really proud of him. <laughs> ah, fantastic. Uh, yeah, well... Well, Mate, look, I just want to say, it's a big game for you guys today. You know, you're sitting in 10th spot and, you know, the three points can make all the difference, put you up into eighth, uh, you know, and on the verge of that top six. So uh, it's uh, a really important game. On I guess you're not underestimating how important this game is for you guys. No, I'm not underestimating it, you know. Like I said, it's uh, it, it's been challenging for everyone. We've still got a couple of games in hand on, on, on teams above us. So, yep. you know, you want to win every game. For us, it's a home game, but it's obviously a you we've taken it regional. Um, look, you know, we have got, you know, we have uh, we are down to quite a few players today. It's obviously a really young team we've got anyway. So look, for me, I always look at that as a positive. It's an opportunity for for, for some other young players to come in and and, and put in performance and, and 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 you know and help the team. So look, I'm confident we can get results today. It's not going to be easy. They, you know, they have a, a big squad. They've got a lot of uh, you know a lot a lot of uh, experienced players, and and, and 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 you know they've obviously got a big budget as well. So look, you know, that's never scared us this season. But yeah, look, we want to win games of football. Um, you know that run, that run of conceding late goals. Um, you know, cost us a lot of points, but you know there's a lot of points to play for. So we just got to concentrate on on each game as it comes and try and win the game, which is what we'll do today.
Hey, Monty, just one more quick one. Uh, just a wrap for the two young boys that made their debut in Perth. One was a defender. The other is a, a striker who actually hails from WA. Can you just spend a, a few moments talking about those two boys? Because what a moment for them, making their debut in WA. Yeah, look, James Bailey, she's been at the academy for for a long time. Obviously, local boy um, from, from Terrigal. So for him to get his start in debut, I thought he did really well. Um, you know, they say tough, tough, you know, flying to Perth, three-hour time difference, and then making a debut. But I thought he uh, he did really well, especially second half. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, look, Donald Jock, we brought him to the academy. He's playing in Melbourne MPL. He's a, he's a young lad. He's obviously quite raw, you know, similar to Lou um, when he first came to the club. So, look, he needs work. But, look, he's, he's got massive heart. He's got uh, good aerial ability. And, and, and to be able to, to, to bring him on, you know, while we're lacking the likes of Matty Simon and the rest, you know, to have someone that can come on off the bench or start a game. Um, you know, again for him, it's uh, it's been a, a big journey. Five years ago, he wasn't playing football, and, and you know, then he makes his debut in Perth, his hometown, in front of his family and friends. So, special moment for him. And yeah, he's a good kid, and you know, he, he'll work hard, and no doubt we'll see more of him. Hey Nick, thanks for your time. Good luck in Mudgee against Macarthur, against the Bulls, and uh, look forward to catching up soon. Cheers, guys. Thank you.